So with the exaltation of today, being ambassadors of Christ, amen. But you cannot be an ambassador without being justified. Amen. Because the fact that Jesus Christ said, or the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, which we have read, that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. God was in the world reconciling the world unto himself and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. So before you are sent as an ambassador, you have to be justified to represent as an ambassador. Before you are sent as an ambassador, there has to be deliberations in the country, either in the Senate or in the Congress, to sit and, and deem you fit or worthy to be able to carry the message and represent the country in its totality. Not giving your own message, not standing, giving your own opinion. Ambassadors don't give their own opinion. They give the opinion of what the government has as policies. Amen. Amen. So you cannot be sent without being vetted. You cannot be sent without being justified. You can only be justified when you receive the messenger. Amen. I cannot be opposing the president of this country that he sent me to go and represent him. Is it possible? No. I have to be in alignment with his message, in alignment with his policies. Then he knows that I'm in agreement with him. Then he knows that, okay, I can fully represent him without any fear or failure. Amen. So therefore, being an ambassador, an ambassador, you have to first of all be justified, selected, proven beyond reasonable doubt that you stand for the interests of that government. So every child of God who is going out to represent the kingdom has passed through that period, that, that, that phase of, of your selection. And that's by being justified that, okay, despite the weaknesses and everything, you can represent. Hallelujah. So our message of today is justification. Romans chapter 3 verse 20. The Bible says, Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, someone should read from good news. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh, no human being shall be justified in the sight of God. Because by that same law, is the knowledge of sin. So you can only be justified if there's no sin or if sin is not in the equation. Please, good from good good news. For no one is put right in God's sight by doing what the law requires. What the law does is to make people know that they have sin. Go, start reading over again. For no one is put right in God's sight. No one is put right in God's sight. By doing what the law requires. By doing what the law requires. What the law does is to make people know that they have sinned. And what if the law makes people to know that they have sinned, what does the grace of God do to make them to know that they do not have sin? So where is sin consciousness coming from? From the law. And if you are, if 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 anybody lives according to the law, the person is has fallen from grace. That's why no other gospel should any man preach. We have so much confusion out there concerning the issue of grace and sin. Amen. You did nothing to be a sinner. You were born into it. 
It's a nature. But when Christ came and died, you did nothing to become righteous. It's a gift. I came and realized that, ah, you don't have blue dress. You love me red. This is a gift for you, blue dresses. And the blue dress that gives you 365 of them, throughout the year, you have a blue dress for every day to wear. Is there anything to need to complain? You just say, no, I don't have a blue dress to wear today. Of which all the dresses have been numbered for each and every day of the year. There's no need to go back complaining again. Amen. Therefore, by the deeds of the law shall no flesh be justified. Therefore, justification comes by grace. So, justification is by grace. Now, this relates to Psalms 14, verse, Psalms 143, verse 2, which says, And enter into judgment with thy servant, for in thy sight shall no man living be justified. Psalms 143, verse 1. It says, Hear my prayer, O Lord, give ear to my supplications. In your faithfulness, answer me, and in your righteousness. Verse 2. And enter not into judgment. Don't go into judgment with me, your servant. For in your sight shall no man living be justified. What was he saying? He was pleading for mercy. And you cannot talk about mercy without talking about grace. Amen. Let's go to Isaiah 45 verse 25. Please read. Isaiah 45 verse 25. Mm-hmm. I, the Lord, will rescue all the descendants of Jacob, and they will give me praises. And in the Lord shall all the seed of Israel be justified. So justification only comes by you being in God. You cannot be justified outside the realm of God's jurisdiction. You cannot be justified outside of God's realm of influence. Amen. You can only be justified once you have been born into the kingdom. I cannot get up one morning and I become the ambassador of Ukraine in Germany. I'm not a citizen of Ukraine. There's no way I can manipulate my way into becoming an ambassador. Even if I lie in my documents, it will still show. Why? My language might put me in jeopardy. My, la- my lack of understanding of the Ukrainian language can expose me as a fraud. So hallelujah is a heavenly language, right? We are known by it because of the language that we speak. If I'm representing Cameroon, there's no way I should go out of Cameroon then they don't know that I'm bilingual. I must not be fluent in the two languages that I should understand the two languages. Because why? I represent Cameroon. I stand as a Cameroonian. Wherever I put my feet, they, see, they identify me as a Cameroonian. If they speak in French, I should be able to understand. If they speak in English, I should be able to understand because they don't know, they know that Cameroon is bilingual. Amen. So there's always, there's always already an, an expectation of, a, of you as a Cameroonian. Never whether I speak in any language, you understand. But what identifies me as a Cameroonian is not just the language, because anybody can speak French. Chinese people speak French, they speak English. Sometimes it's by birth certificate. What is the reason of my birth certificate? The birth certificate that we have, the format, is not the same birth certificate of people, of children in Nigeria. So that birth certificate shows where I was born. Amen. The time I was born. So the same way you are also born again, your birth certificate is what? <laughs> what do you use as your birth certificate as a child of God? The presence of the Holy Spirit in you, speaking in tongues, walking in love. Amen. In the Lord shall all the seed of Israel be justified. Justification comes only from you being in the Lord. Hallelujah. If somebody commits a crime and goes to the court, 
the lawyer of that person, in as much as that person is guilty, will try to justify the person's actions. Either by uh, pleading for leniency, by saying that this is the person's first time, or by outrightly saying the person did not do it. But at the end of the day, if justice be justice, whether your lawyer just try to justify your actions as much as possible, they will give you 20 years, they can give you five. Amen. But the punishment still stands. Hallelujah. Now, justification is by his blood. Like I was talking about, you must be born again. Justification is by his blood. Romans chapter 5, verse 9. Now, start from verse 6. Romans chapter 5, verse 6 says, For when we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Most of the time, if you read the Bible, the Bible keeps talking about in due time. And I keep saying that in due time, sometimes it talks about being patient. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. At his own time. For when we were yet without strength, in due time, in God's time, Christ died for the ungodly. Verse 7. Scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet peradventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. Verse 8. But God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So your justification did not come by you being righteous. Your justification did not come by you being a good person. Many good people go to hell because they are not justified. Because they did not receive the life of Christ in them. Many good people will go to hell. Christianity is not for good people. Christianity is for born again, justified people. It's for those who come with their heavy laden. God gives them rest. There's no way, like, let me put it this way. Christianity, immorality is not, is not Christianity. No, my children are well brought up. They don't steal, they don't lie, they don't, they don't hit people, they don't, they don't, uh, they are not stubborn around. No, they are very humble, they are very obedient. It doesn't mean they are Christians, but they are moral. No, my children, you find people who, especially people who are rich, physically, according to them, they don't need, they don't need to see a need for church. Why? They train, they have trained their children well. According to the train that children well is by providing everything for them. So because they don't steal, you give the poker alone, why should they steal? So that child is being obedient by the things they see, not by the things which they suffer. <laughs> but we, are, we ought to be, be obedient as children of God by the things which we suffer, following the example of Christ. The Bible says he led obedience by the things which he suffered. But what is the, what is the, 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 the consolation? The sufferings of Christ and the glory that she follow. Hallelujah. Scarcely for a righteous man one that yet peradventure for a good man, some were living there to die. It says, for, But God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So nobody should come and tell you that you need to go and wash yourself, cleanse yourself before you come and take communion. You give a go wash yourself, go and ask for forgiveness. God should forgive you before you come now to the presence of God then that means you don't need God at the end of the day. Because it is in the presence of God that you are washed. It is in the presence of God that forgiveness is given. It is in the presence of God that you are baptized, you are cleansed. The Bible says you are cleansed through the words which are spoken. But as you are sitting like this and we are preaching, we are teaching the word of God, you, you are being cleansed, you are being washed. The Bible says by the washing of regeneration and the renewal of the Holy Ghost, washing by what? By the word. That's in the book of Titus 3 verse 5. Amen. Say, but God commanded his love towards us. God showed us love. Love is not a feeling, it's an ability. If I say I love you, I should show it. Love should not be in word only, 
it should not be only by you saying it. It should be by you doing it, showing it. I love you, and you're hungry. How is my love being shown? Take this and eat. Before love, when love proceeds, sacrifice follows. That's a nice catch. When love proceeds, sacrifice follows. God so loved the world that he gave. He didn't just end by saying it. I, oh, I love the world. Mr. Forche, uh, they I love you. I love you. And he gets up one morning and says, I'm hungry. And I look at him. You know, I love you so much. <laughs> I love you. God will provide. And in me, in my house, I have enough to spare. According to me, I'm, 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 I'm teaching him how, how to be, how to be, to be, to be, to be, how to, to be hardworking. You cannot be hardworking with an empty stomach. Amen. The fact that you, you should not give somebody fish every day doesn't mean you should not give the person fish at all. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. When love proceeds, sacrifice follows. Love is not a feeling, it's an ability. Your, the level of how much you love is determined by how much you give. That's why we are trying as much as possible by the grace of God. This should be a giving ministry. We are going to see somebody that defines TCG. I was going to see why this is all about love and giving. Amen. Verse 9. Much more than, the Bible says Christ died for us in verse 8, right? Much more than being now justified by his blood. So if God could commend his love towards us that while we were yesterday that Christ came and died, the Bible says much more. So that one which he did first was even small. Much more than being now justified by his blood. So the word justified us was the blood of Jesus Christ on the cross. Because it was his blood that brought salvation. That's why I keep saying that the birth of Jesus Christ was a means to an end. So most of us Christians are celebrating Christmas, killing ourselves and killing chickens. For not without justification. Killing goats and cows and horses. Celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ, forgetting that it is not his birth, the birth of Jesus Christ that gave us salvation. God did not love the world so much that he gave his son to be born. God loved the world so much he gave his son to die. He did not give his son for you to, to, to celebrate Christmas, eat rice and chicken. Amen. And the only way that salvation can be made possible was not by his birth, but, was, but by, by his death. It was only by, the, by, by blood that salvation could come. And it was only by blood that justification could come. In the Old Testament, what happened was that when the children of Israel came to the end of every year, what they do is that they do sacrifices, sin offering. They bring an animal without spot or wrinkle, without blemishes, without any defect or deformity. And who is Christ? The Bible says he's the gift of God. He's a sacrifice or he's the Lamb of God without spot nor wrinkles. So what the children of Israel were doing in the Old Testament was a representation of what was to happen in the New. So what they were doing was a shadow of the real thing. So they bring the, 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 the animal before the priest and the priest kills the animal, takes the blood, goes into the temple, puts upon the mercy seat and comes back to the people and sprinkles it upon them. That's why the Bible talks about the blood of sprinkling. Some of us pray, oh God, Father, let Jesus Christ sprinkle your blood upon me as you sprinkle in the days of the Old Testament. You are not, you are not, you don't have sense. So this putting of the blood on the on the on the mercy seat was to show that their sins have been forgiven. You have paid your price for that year. The priest coming out to sprinkle the blood upon you was for a show, a sign that your blood has been accepted. Amen. Amen. Much more being not justified by his blood. Without blood. There's no forgiveness. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Much more, being now justified by his blood, we shall all be saved from wrath through him. For if we were yet, if we, were, if if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son, much more be reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. Hallelujah. Amen. So justification is by His blood. Blood. Without the blood of Jesus Christ, there is no justification. But this is a script that we are going to see other scriptures that show shows us our justification in Christ, because justification is by His blood. But if you don't receive the sacrifice which is the blood by confession or by receiving Christ forgiveness is not possible right but forgiveness is possible by their blood so justification is also by forgiveness of sin Jesus Christ has died his blood has been shed for the forgiveness of the sins of the whole world with me he has redeemed the entire world but there's an issue you need to there's, there's, a, there's a catch you need to confess you need to receive him into your life for that blood to have effect Amen. Amen. If I want to bathe my child and I take a cup of water to pour on the child's head and the child refuses, the child is refusing the, sacrifice, the, 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 the gift of water, right? So the child cannot be clean. And I'm not forcing the child. But if I bring the cup and the child is willing to accept it, I will not let pour one. The Bible says God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Amen. So people have to be willing to receive. That's why we as ambassadors we should be able to represent in fullness the kingdom that we, we are coming from. Amen. Don't be a Christian that is spirit feed, uh, uh, tongue, uh, tongue babbling. And when you go outside, they look at you. Your lifestyle does not represent what you confess. You stand on the road. Somebody passes and flashes water on your, on your white dress that you just wore to go to a, an occasion. And immediately, what came out from your mouth is horrible. If, <laughs> you start cursing the prophet's mother and father and the great-grandmother who is even dead. Start cursing all the lineage of the family that all the children will be useless in this life. And the person turns and looks at you like, I even wear white and white. You are going to church. If I really came back from church, but well, you are going for continuity. There's no way you meet that person tomorrow and say, God loves you. Join us. The person would come back to you and say, Look at you, hypocrite. Why white watch sepulchre? Outside you look clean, but inside you're dirty. That's why Christianity is transformation from the inside to the outside. But many people are so resistant that what they have inside of them is gum. Do you know, like we take a bottle of of uh, of pap, you make it and put that bottle, and they left it. It becomes cold after three days. How does that pap become? Can you put anything inside that bottle and it enters? No. So the only way to remove that pap is not just by putting water inside. Is to use one small, uh, maybe a broom, a broomstick, and you, you, you break it, break it, break it, break it, break it inside before you shake it before it starts coming out. That's some people that you, that's how you need to do. God needs to break you before He can feel feel you. Amen. Amen. Justification is by forgiveness of sin. Acts chapter thirteen, verse thirty-eight and thirty-nine. Remember, all of this, all of this other aspect of justification can only be possible by the blood. Amen. And the blood can only be possible by grace. <laughs> and grace can only be possible by mercy. And mercy can only be possible by love. So there's a chain. The message of God is one. There's no need to differentiate it. I'm preaching faith. I'm preaching love. I'm preaching grace. 
it is wrapped in one grace and truth. How do we know? The law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Acts 13 verse 10, it says, Be it known unto you therefore men and brethren, that through this man, who, Christ, is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins. In the Old Testament, there was nothing like forgiveness of sins. There was what we call atonement of sins. Atonement means covering. So once you do your blood, your own sacrifice of sin, your sins are covered for one full year. As that year ends, all your sins are out again. What do you need to do? You cover it. The next day is out again. You cover it. But what Christ came to do was called redemption. He did not come to cover it. He came to remove it. Acts 13, 13. It says, Be it known unto you, therefore, men and brethren, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins. So you cannot preach the forgiveness of sins by the works of the law or by the law itself. Because the law did not come to forgive your sins. The law was given to reveal your sins. Amen. The law was given to reveal your sins. We saw in Romans chapter 3 verse 20, therefore by the deeds of the law shall no flesh be justified in the sight of the, in the sight of God. Because by the law is the knowledge of sin. Paul said, I did not know sin until the law came. So after the law came, I knew sin. When grace came, I do not know sin. Because sin is by the law. Hallelujah. Verse 39 says, And by him all that believe are justified from all things. So once you are forgiven, you are justified. By him, Christ Jesus, all that believe are justified. So justification comes by you believing in the one whose blood has been shed on the cross who gave you forgiveness. By him all that believe are justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. You could not be justified by the law of Moses. But sometimes we go to church, they tell us, you have to do the Ten Commandments. And I keep telling that the, ten, the law is not the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments is a summary of the law. You could not be justified by it. Because if you fail one, the Bible says you have failed all. If you fail one, you have failed all. And there's nobody who has done all. Even the young, the young man who came, the young rich man who came to Jesus Christ, what must I do to be saved? Because he knows that the law is by doing. I must do something. Jesus Christ said, okay. Go and say, uh, 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 you should, you should follow, do all the Ten Commandments. Honor the Father and Mother. He said, all this I've done from my youth. Why? We're trying to memorize it. I just can say, okay, you have done all. Go and sell all that which you have. Come and follow me. What I just can say, your wealth, that which you have in your hand, has to place me. So you have failed the first commandment. I am the Lord your God. You should have no other God except me. So I am the Lord your love. You have you have love for your the, the, the earthly possession more than me. So go and discard it. So you become free of mind to be able to come towards me. I said, no, I cannot do it. So at the end of the day, what happened that he failed. But in his mind, he knew that he had been doing all the law. Hallelujah. Justification is by confession. Matthew 12, 37. Justification is by confession. Amen. For by your words you shall be justified. And by your words you shall be condemned. By your words you are justified. By your words you are condemned. What you say is what you get. Amen. What you say is what you get. Glory to God. For by your words you shall be justified. By your words you shall be condemned. 
and your confession comes by you confessing Christ as your Lord and Savior. Your confession comes by you confessing the positive, positive things in life, what God has done. How do we know this? We know this by Romans chapter 10, verse 8 to 10. I'll just read first Romans chapter 8, 10, verse 8 to 10. This is a scripture we should all know. But what say, says it? The word is near uh, near you, even in your mouth and in your heart. This is the, That is the word of faith which we preach, verse 10. That if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So salvation is by confession. Salvation is not because you are born in a Christian home. Your father can be a, a pastor, but you're a candidate for hell. Because your heart is not my own. My salvation is not your own. You work out your own salvation. That's why we train a child in the way of the Lord. So that when they are old, they will not depart from it. So when they are old and mature enough, they can be able to receive their own inheritance. Amen. Amen. That's why there's still a question in baptizing a child. You meet a child with six months, or you go to the say you baptize a picking. First of all, what is baptism? That you say you're baptizing that child. And what, how do we do the baptism of a child? We take water and sprinkle on the child's head. We're simply rubbing, washing the oil or dust that was the child's head. Baptism is from a Greek word which means baptizo. Baptizo is, means to be completely dipped into or immersed. To be completely dipped into. You cannot take a two-year-old child and dip in the child into water. And baptism, if you look through at the Bible, baptism came by people who, are, who have come to a full understanding, who know left from right. They made a decision to go and be baptized because baptism is what is is a is fulfilling all righteousness to show you your forgiveness of sin that you have now been born again. If that was the case, why Jesus Christ was not baptized when he was small? He was he was what was what happened to him was dedicated. Amen. He was throughout the Bible, even the Old Testament children were dedicated, not baptized. Because we have missed the word, the definition of what baptism is all about. And baptism doesn't mean water. So you can be baptized in water and be baptized in fire. Baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So it means to be completely enveloped, to be closed up in the act of baptism. So a child, it's not, there's, nothing to, there's nothing like child baptism, but it's child dedication. You're dedicating the child so that you, the parents, can go back to the house to train the child. I don't want to go into the details because it is a Roman Catholic that started the issue of child baptism and it, it is it's an issue of history. Sometimes if you don't know your history, you just fall in the ship. Amen. And when somebody brings you the proof, you start arguing, no, 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 so show me in the Bible, you don't have it. I know it's somewhere there for some place for Bible. Where is it in the Bible? You don't even know. Why? Because you don't even know your own Bible. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, if you shall confess with your mouth, in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So that child who is six months old, how does the child confess? That child is covered by the godly parents, no doubt. But a child grows up, that child needs to make that confession. When you want to become a citizen of a country, they say, they, they say is it an oath that you take? Especially, let's say, you use the case of United States of America. If I travel now to the United States to naturalize, after, let's say, four or five years, when I want to take my citizenship, it's a confession I need to make, an oath, to show that I'll uphold the constitution of that country and I'll be a lawful, a law by the citizen. Amen. Amen. It's the same thing with every child who wants to say, I'm a child of God. It's a confession you need to make. Verse 10 says, For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So if you don't talk, you don't get. 
if you want to make a demand, open your mouth and talk. Hallelujah. Justification is by grace and God is the justifier. In Romans chapter 3 verse 23, the Bible says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. This is the scripture that some of us, some people like to preach when they, have to, when they go out to preach for evangelism. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But where is the 24, verse 24? It says, Being justified freely by His grace. <laughs> Through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So justification is by grace. Hallelujah. Verse 25 says, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. So you see, blood still comes in. You cannot talk about uh, salvation or justification by grace without bringing in blood. Amen. To declare his righteousness for the remission of sins. So by the blood is a remission of sin. Remission means total remover. Remission means I remove. Not I shared it with you. Means I remove, not that I covered it. Glory to God. It's a remission of, the, of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. But if you end in verse 23 of Romans uh, chapter 3, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So it means that you are also, you are, all, you are also sinned, right? But you were a sinner, God, that was your nature. But with the day you confess Christ, accepting the sacrifice he gave on the, uh, he, 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 he gave to us on the cross of Calvary, what happened was that you received remission of sins, both past, present, and future. So every sin that you ever seen today and tomorrow, there's already a, price for it. The price has already been paid. All you need to do is what? Work in the confession and knowledge that I have been forgiven. Amen. God doesn't need to forgive you every single day. God has already provided forgiveness of sins. So what do you need to do? I get up one morning and just say, oh, Father, I thank you today because I know I'm the righteousness of God. I thank you for the power of your blood that gave me forgiveness in Jesus' name. So what do I do? I'm confessing what is already available. Amen. Verse 26 says in Romans 3, to declare, I say, at this time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him, of him which believes in Christ. So justification is by confession, is by grace. And God is the justifier. He justifies us who believe in Christ. So if you don't believe, God does not justify you. God only justifies because once he sees the mark of Christ upon you. Amen. Justification is by faith. Romans 3 28. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. We have seen that in the beginning, right? A man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. I don't need to go and be following the Ten Commandments for me to be justified. What is faith? Substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. What is law? I have to see it. Faith, I don't need to see it. The law is by sight. Faith is by belief. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. In Romans 4, 25, the Bible says, who was, also, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification? The day Christ died and was raised from the grave, he was raised for our justification. If he had stayed on the grave, justification would not be possible because he means he had failed. That's why when you look at the crucifix, some of us have them in our house with Christ on it. I'm going to look at it and I look at, oh, cry, oh, you are still on the, on the cross. You died for mercy. And you're crying. It depends on why, why you're crying, why, what, what you're crying for. Because I can still look at it and I'm looking at the picture of my salvation. But what I should look at more importantly is that he's no more on that cross. But if he was still on that cross, then he was not raised. And my justification would not be possible. But the fact that he's no more on that cross shows that he went to the great arm. Grave and conquered. Hallelujah. Amen. 
The Bible says God, he was, Jesus Christ was delivered for our offenses, for our sins. He was given for our sins. So it was an exchange. Take sin, give me righteousness. He was raised again for our justification. In Romans chapter 5, the Bible says, Therefore, be justified by faith. Therefore, so despite all these things, therefore, be justified by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So the peace that we have now, that Jesus Christ said, I, I Behold, I give you peace, not as the world give, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. The reason why you have that peace is because you were justified, and you're justified by faith. So which means you don't need to see your justification or some things to happen around you to know that you're justified. It's by faith. Faith doesn't see. Faith knows. By faith. Amen. In as much as we believe in God and we're justified by faith, we still need to take caution as ambassadors, knowing how that our lifestyle represents the gospel. Let your lifestyle be as it becomes the gospel. Philippians 1.27 the, the Greek word there is talking about it's not talking about conversation. The poor thing that we say, let your conversation in King James it's talking about what you say. No. Yes, the Bible says let evil communication corrupts good manners. So mind what you say. Let your word be seasoned with salt, with grace to minister unto others as well. But at the end of the day, it's all about you Having faith, knowing fully well that the one who died on the cross has justified you. So I don't need to see evidence in my body physically to know that he did. I just have the faith in me. Amen. Amen. And I close with this. Justification grants us access to an inheritance as children of the Most High. Justification grants us access to our inheritance as children of the soul of the most high and in Titus 3 verse 7 that being justified by his grace we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life that being justified by, by his grace we should be made heirs inheritance inheritors according to the hope of eternal life hope Titus 3 verse 7 you can also read Titus 3 verse 5 it's very very necessary Justification grants us access to our inheritance as children of the Most High. And one word which we have learned today is that when love follows, when love precedes, sacrifice follows. Don't say, I love you. Do love. Glory to God. Let's put hands together for Jesus. We hope you've been blessed by this message from the Torah Church Gathering. God bless you.